say a little prayer. Heavenly Father, we ask that we might be instruments in thy hand. And we've got an offer you can't refuse. What is our opening line? I believe in America. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, April 28th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. A Carol and Daryl Walking Dead spinoff without Carol? Well, it looks like AMC is going to have to figure it out because Melissa McBride has officially bowed out of the TV series she was planning with co-star Norman Reedus. EW has learned that the new series will now focus on Reedus's Daryl Dixon. AMC released a full statement Wednesday saying, quote, Melissa McBride has given life to one of the most interesting, real, human, and popular characters in the Walking Dead universe. Unfortunately, she is no longer able to participate in the previously announced spinoff focused on the Daryl Dixon and Carol Peltier characters, which will be set and filmed in Europe this summer and premiere next year. Relocating to Europe became logistically untenable for Melissa at this time. We know fans will be disappointed by this news, but the Walking Dead universe continues to grow and expand in interesting ways, and we very much hope to see Carol again in the near future. Kiki Palmer, the actress who brought us Sorry to This Man and is soon to be seen in Jordan Peele's new film Nope, has taken on a legendary new role, a judge on Legendary Season 3. We debuted the trailer yesterday on EW.com, featuring Palmer in the midst of all the ballroom action. Deshaun Wesley returns as host and MC of the HBO Max Ballroom Competition Series in Season 3. Laomi Maldonado, Jamila Jamil, and La Roach are also returning. Noticeably absent, Megan Thee Stallion, who's not returning for the third installment. And the last OG has gone extinct. TBS's comedy starring Tracy Morgan as an ex-con who returns home to a changed Brooklyn after 15 years behind bars will not be back for a fifth season. While the series debuted to favorable numbers in 2018, ratings eventually faltered, including a decline at the start of season four. The decision to cancel The Last OG was made back when season four concluded in December. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. We are head over heels for the season premiere of Made for Love. The HBO dark comedy is returning for another season of unconventional relationships and unexpectedly hilarious anecdotes on modern technology. Kristen Milioti plays Hazel, who's been stuck in a mind-controlling relationship with her husband, a billionaire named Byron who put a chip inside her brain hoping to improve their relationship. After Hazel tried to get the chip removed, Byron promises that he'll help cure her father's cancer if she keeps the chip. Hazel agrees, but of course, everything is not as it seems. Here's a preview. My dad's cancer is the only reason that I am here. Oh, jeez, it's 9.30 already. Enough sitting around a breakfast table. Let's go sit on the couch. What? Unless you got it. Second, he is better. We're leaving. I know. I just want to know how long I have to keep up this charade for. 12 weeks. 12 weeks. I can do it to 12 weeks. As 
of today, my brilliant wife Hazel is going to take a more active role in the hub. Are you ready for us, Mrs. Gogol? Mrs. Go, did your husband put a chip in your head? Don't speak. I don't have a chip in my head. Come again with that? All right, listen up, everybody. This could be the biggest case of our lifetime. We've got Gogol on insurance fraud, labor conspiracy, false imprisonment. Run! Who knows what else? Uh, we're about to find out. We've got you cleared for an undercover interview with The Hub. Nice to meet you, Mrs. Gogol. Byron's using my father's life to hold me hostage. I believe you want to take him down just as bad as I do. Husband of the year. Thanks. Oh, and uh, did we mention that Hazel's father, played by Ray Romano, is in a relationship with a life-size doll? Yeah. Well, see if Hazel can emerge the victor in the season premiere of Made for Love, streaming now on HBO Max. Now we've got some family business to tend to for our number two pick, The Offer. Just in time for the 50th anniversary of The Godfather, the new Paramount Plus series retells the famous story of how the classic gangster epic almost didn't get made. Miles Teller plays producer Albert S. Ruddy, who struggles to shepherd the Godfather to the screen while tangling with his bosses at Paramount Pictures, including legendary executive Robert Evans, played by Matthew Good, as well as director Francis Ford Coppola, played by Dan Fogler, and even the real-life mafia. Turns out making the Godfather wasn't so easy. Who knew? Here's a preview. Listen here, Bob. Paramount is going to come crashing down. We need hits. You've read The Godfather, right? Godfather. Sure, who hasn't? We've been all over town. No one wants to make this movie. So I need you to produce it. Get going. I can't believe you told me you read it. You better read fast on the plane. Oh, yeah, that's big. The Godfather is bringing us too many problems. You want me to take care of it? Gangster movies are dead. This is not just some gangster film. We need someone who understands Italians. For instance, Ford Coppola, he's got a great vision. We have to put this in the picture. A scene about gangsters arguing over sauce? No. Scene about family arguing over sauce. Coppola is obviously a major player, but it's Ruddy who takes center stage in this version of the story, along with his secretary, Betty McCart, played by Juno Temple. Teller and Temple recently spoke with EW about how they crafted their performances as the producer and his confidant, or you might say, conciliaire. With this story specifically, I mean, Al was the biggest kind of um, source that I had. And then also just the internet, man. There's so much out there that you can find. There would be certain scenes that I would read in the script and then I would try and find them online and and I and I and I could. You know, there's video of of Al the day that uh, he gets Joe Colombo asked him to come down for this one thing. It ends up being something totally different and kind of slides the rug out from out under Al. And so being able to kind of watch footage of that was was really wild. There's actually not a lot of information about my, uh, my character, about Betty McCart out there, because um, I tried the internet and the internet wasn't such a great source for me initially <laughs> until uh, maybe I was doing the wrong Google search. I've been told I can put too many 
What's you got to put www.dot first, and then you got to <laughs> backslash. I'm sending a pigeon to try and find it somewhere. But uh, no, I, I, I think that I, I ended up kind of going down a wormhole when we were asked to create character histories up until the moment where each character meets Al. And so went down this kind of wormhole of what movies would have been made in Oklahoma when she was growing up and what restaurants she could have worked in where she would have crossed paths with a certain actor that would have potentially made a friendship with her where you could be pen pals. And then ultimately all of this information would lead her to Los Angeles. And then through another kind of group of friends and making a mutual friend with Al, she would be told, you've got to go and work with this guy. He needs your help. From the minute you see them start developing not only just a work relationship, but a genuine friendship, she realizes that he also sees her as an equal and wants her help to do this. So you could say making The Godfather wasn't strictly business. It was definitely personal. You can accept the offer with the first three episodes streaming on Paramount Plus now. It's trivia time. During The Godfather's notoriously contentious casting process, which of these actors was not considered for the role of Michael Corleone, which ultimately went to Al Pacino? Jack Nicholson, Burt Reynolds, or Harvey Keitel? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Our number one pick explores some dark and disturbing themes, so it's not for the faint of heart. This is the series premiere of Under the Banner of Heaven. The new FX drama stars recent Academy Award nominee Andrew Garfield as Detective Jeb Pyre, a devout Mormon who begins to investigate the murder of Brenda Wright Lafferty, played by Daisy Edgar Jones, and her child. What Pyre unearths is an unsettling look behind the veil of religious extremism and the dangers that can come with practicing it. Here's a preview. Heavenly Father... We ask that we might be instruments in thy hand to fix what we find broken. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. A woman and her 15-month-old child were murdered in their home. We are asking the public for their help. We aren't a community that usually locks its doors. So, for now, we feel it's prudent to err on the side of caution. The evidence points to things and to beliefs that I have only ever heard whisperings about. I don't go digging in the past. And neither should you. 
from the first moment anyone set eyes on her, they were hooked. An evil presence is in his family. What if this case isn't just a husband who turned against his wife? What if tonight is just the first edge of a bone? Finally working its way out of our own desert's floor. Hands up right now! This goes beyond just a murder. Beyond everything, I believe. Well, E.W. spoke to Garfield about his character and how he had to approach playing Pyre in a different way from the other, more expressive characters he's played. It's again, it's a journey of expansion. It's an expansion of consciousness. And starting in a place where he's just kind of on autopilot felt really important. And a stoicism, a kind of internal, there was an internal quality that I wanted to work on as an actor and to create this character. I've played a lot of expressive people recently, very kind of externally, like wearing their hearts on their sleeves kind of characters. Whereas this person was interesting to me that he was a more reserved, stoic, less emotionally expressive character. So that felt, and, and as the story goes on, as his world is getting ruptured and his psyche is getting ruptured, how do you hold on to the the overflow, the tsunami of emotion that's coming up, the fear, the terror, the grief, the rage, you know? Because in, in, in Mormonism, anger is not something that is particularly smiled upon. Like you sublimate it into love. You always try to, you, you deal with things gently. And I think, how do you not get angry while you are exploring the murder of an innocent mother and her 15-month-old daughter. Garfield says him and the other actors on the cast look to showrunner Dustin Lance Black for somewhat of a Mormon acting camp to grasp the ways of acting, thinking, and emoting in an authentic way. Watch Garfield and co. unveil truths and seek justice in the series premiere of Under the Banner of Heaven, streaming now on Hulu. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question, which of these actors was not considered for the role of Michael Corleone in The Godfather? Jack Nicholson, Burt Reynolds, or Harvey Keitel? The answer is Harvey Keitel. Both Nicholson and Reynolds turned down the role of Michael, and Marlon Brando reportedly threatened to quit the film if Reynolds was cast. Meanwhile, Paramount pushed Coppola to cast Robert Redford or Warren Beatty, while Robert Evans wanted love stories Ryan O'Neill. But of course, the part went to Al Pacino in the end. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, produced by Ashley Boucher, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.